Hey everyone, it is Tresha, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 11 of February 1 Podcast. We are so excited to come back to you with another amazing episode. Y'all, this episode is so much fun, and it's fun because we have our personal friends and the amazing masterminds behind the Serial Killers Kitchen located in Las Vegas, Nevada, and also located in Goodyear, Arizona. We are so excited for this episode. Tune in as we talk with Jessica and Chris about what it took for them to open up this small business. Um, We also talk about how they decided to trust in themselves and being first-time entrepreneurs. And then lastly, we spend some fun time talking about their experience on the hit ABC show Shark Tank. It is all coming up right after our commercial. Tune in, enjoy. I hope you have as much fun listening to this episode as much as we did recording it. And it's a fun one. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you later. Love you guys. Peace. Hey, y'all. It's Trey. Hey, y'all. It's A.A. Ron. And And welcome welcome back back to February February 1 Podcast. Podcast. A podcast still birthed from the love of faith, family, and a unique perspective. Season three, we back. And action. Serial Killer Chris. And I'm Serial Killer Jess. What up, though? Hey, what's that? What are we trying to do? Hey. I got options. Hey. hey. <laughs> if you guys couldn't tell already, we have been taken over. Uh-huh. Wait, this, this isn't our show? This... <laughs> okay. By the Serial Killer's Kitchen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they really have a. Somebody's parents. What's good, though? Mm-hmm. Hi. Shout out to Chris and Jessica f- from Serial Killers for doing that wonderful intro for us. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was actually sitting up here trying to figure out an actual theme song for them. Oh. And I was going to do like, give me a C, but I couldn't even come up with anything. Like, yeah. That's how we start. That's how we're <laughs> <laughs> There's a guest. We have an extra guest with us today. We have the baby serial killer, Khalil. Killer. Well, in all seriousness, thank you guys for being on February 1 podcast. <laughs> we really should say welcome back, though. Yeah. Yes. Even though this is not your first appearance. It is not. It's actually your second appearance. Yeah. I snuck y'all on. Yes. Both. Episode 7, season 1. Dang. You yes. Know yes. Yes. How, How many, many of us have been friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, wait, okay, yes, when, we, we, when we recorded that, we, was Serial Killers open? Oh, number that one. That was like... Number one was. Number two wasn't yet. It, it was pregnant. Was it closed for COVID? It was closed. 
It wasn't COVID when we recorded that though. Oh, you're right. It was what? When did we do it? About June or July? Yes. So the yeah, July. number two was oh, both were open. Both of them were open. July opened August. It opened in August. Okay, my bad. We weren't open yet. <laughs> in the process of <laughs> opening. Were, number two. In the process. <laughs> yes. Wow. Man, yeah. time flies. I know. It does. Time has flown. Man, you guys are just. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's fun. That's fun. A lot. A lot. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I mean, time flies. Yes. When you're having fun and when you're being successful. Shout out to our friends again, Jessica Thank and Chris, you. for being the most, one of the, our most successful friends. So, they're my claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know serial killers, guys? Okay. We know them. <laughs> they have how many followers on TikTok, Chris? 269,000 right. to almost 300k uh, on TikTok. 37. <laughs> they're, they're, they're almost verified. They can do the swipe up on Instagram I now. You gotta send in your um, like we get, we we get get tax a, ID. We, and we, we, get, okay. get, we get a check now. For Instagram? For TikTok. What, bro? Yeah, we make a couple. You guys are influencers now, right? Pretty you guys are Kardashians. Are serious? <laughs> we're pretty much serious. Like, nice. On our show, kill it. Oh my bad. We always like, we always like make fun of like milk companies and like cereal companies. Like, like we're gonna stop showing your stuff unless you send us a check. Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's getting to that point. Where like, run well, us the money. Well, first and foremost, I mean, obviously, you know, you're our really good friends, and we followed you all from the beginning, and obviously the success of serial killers but for those who may not know who you all are or what serial killers kitchen is and what you all do can you all do like a short introduction for our, our people who are sleeping yeah and you guys aren't actually serial killers or no i know yes important <laughs> distinction is the funniest thing ever because people will be like how did they let you get that name? And then it like it finally hits. Sinks like, in, bro. It's really just like, but some people like don't even get it. So that's the weird part. Mm -hmm. like, why would you guys call yourselves that? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> go back but to school. <laughs> we no. do all things cereal. All things. All things. Not I can do all things through, through cereal. Who's straight to So we will not be doing any class for this. <laughs> Christ made the way. And you can go on our website and get our new hats. Make cereal great again. They come in red with white letter. If you guys haven't noticed by now, Chris is an absolute troll. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so pretty much you can do cereal bowls. So that's just your, well, you know, classic bowl of cereal with milk. Except you can mix five or six different cereals, candies, uh, nuts, a bunch of different things. Uh, milks, different types of milks. milks. We have alternatives. So pretty much all things and like uh, we make the best and I mean the best milkshakes in all the land. Yes. Yeah, they're pretty good. Way better. Awesome. You know what? Let me just oh Lord, see I'll be one of people. So better. like you go to you go to places like Black Tap, Sugar Factory, they all say they make the best milkshakes, but Milkshakes, you know, they kind of just come out of the same machine, you know, kind of like it's not, it's it's filler. 
Like, stop playing with us. Like, like, really scoop your ice cream if you're gonna make a milkshake, bro. Oh, it's not Summer. real ice cream at Sugar Factory? Bro, it ain't nothing but like McDonald's soft serve with, like, blended with milk filler. Oh. Like, yeah, they be playing y'all. So, so, McDonald's, they don't really give you ice cream. And the machines are broke. It's powdered. Like, all that stuff starts off as a Their ice cream machines never work like, you are so accurate. Every time I go, the machine's there. Oh, so, so let me. Let me they don't want to clean that thing, I don't know. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have all seen that, um, pretty much that TikTok recently, where, like, it starts off real calm. Where I'll be like, oh, clean this house. And it's like. It gets real serious, and it's like this is your house, like talking to you. Oh, yeah. Yes. So oh, yes. I decided I was gonna make a TikTok, right? Like somebody was gonna come in. Cause this is what they always say, like when we do our drill. That's why we call it drilling. Mm -hmm. Like they was like, oh, it's like a McFlurry. And I was like, a McFlurry? <laughs> it's a drill. Our machine works. You can McLeave. <laughs> Don't get up. Don't get leave. But then guess what happened the next day? The machine broke. Look at God. The the day after that, too. Exactly. So I didn't publish that video, but I'm still coming from McDonald's. That one's not out. Bro, we had we had two or three days of just terror with that machine. God will keep you humble. Right. No, he will. Oh, are we gonna talk about humble, Jessica? Because we can do a little behind the scenes about the security guard. Don't play with me today. The security guard. Why are you putting my business out there? Okay. Thank you for the intro. going to open up our store the new location just we have, got the keys just got the keys at the miracle mile he goes to open the gate and out of nowhere he hears whoop whoop <laughs> no, the, the, security, mall, the, security the mall guard. security guard all barked <laughs> the vocal sound he whoop, made whoop. it vocally no he did not his, his yes. little cart he came up behind me no cart like i'm over here like like what and then he sees that i have a key and then he's like, he turns around. I said, I said, you got a problem? Like, I, like, I didn't know how to feel because I'm like, bro, you're like, why? For one, why are you saying excuse me, sir? Right. Like, it, re it really pissed me off. Obviously, he was but, black. Huh? Was he, he black? No, he wasn't black. No. That's why he almost got his hand. I remember yeah. that. Right. 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 Stay with us. Pastor so. House said, he who? No. So we're eating later and he pointed him out to me. There you go. There you go. And there I was go. like, well, he needs to get some act right because at the end of the day, we pay more in rent than he probably made. <gasps> you didn't have to take it there, Jess. But I didn't for say part, it part to it. him. Mm -hmm. And Y'all went from a, rant, a really funny moment in Friday to you being the Beyonce and Jay-Z thing where Beyonce is walking in Jay-Z. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Jessica. I said, what hurt you? <laughs> and I did mean it in the only 
this fashion, but I was just like, sir, like we're paying to be in this establishment. This we have to pay us. rent, and this is how you're treating us. Well, like, look, so you pay your maybe, salary. Maybe because you're the, uh, you know, like the only black owner. Possibly, <laughs> it might be. Oh, okay. Before you guys move forward, because not everybody might not, they might not know where the Miracle Mile. Oh yeah, shops yeah. yeah. Are. Oh, we have yes. to explain this. So, right so uh, where where exactly is the Miracle Mile shop? Well, first off, wait. Before that, though, can you talk about your two locations that you have, and then how you guys got to Miracle Mile? Ooh, child. Well, actually, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't even want to go there yet because we're going to get to that. We are going to get to that. I just yeah. So maybe you should explain Miracle Mile. Yeah. Well, so maybe I shouldn't have said anything. No, okay. no, no. That's a, that's a good tease. We can. No, that is a, actually a really good cut tease. Cut it. Cut it. Hey. Cut it. Hey. <laughs> That that just reminds me of your, your guys' wedding. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, please explain what the Miracle Mile, where the Miracle Mile shops are. How big of a deal it is. And how big of a deal that like, you guys are. Well, uh, it's like we had to walk a mile. Did the organ already need to be played? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right there, smack dab on Las Vegas Boulevard. Yes. Inside of Planet Hollywood. It's well, like, you know, connected. It. Talk about it. Yes. So, um, What's it's the busiest part of the strip? Like between Flamingo and Tropicana? I'd say so. Are we're we, right, oh, we're oh, smack dab right. in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle. Right in the middle. <laughs> you know, there's all these bridges that connect different casinos. <laughs> Hello, Aria. Hello. 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 And then they just merge all together right at the Miracle Mile. And it wow. just so happens that the new location is going to be right there at that entrance. Yeah. Right Oh, yeah. wow. Wait, I'm, I'm thinking so like. So you have like past like Chick fil A? You do. Champs? Yeah. Chipotle? Chipotle? Fat oh, Tuesdays? Oh, okay, just checking. Okay, you got past uh, all those to get to us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, like, I feel like I'm not a hater. Like, everybody knows that. And I don't prey on anybody's downfall. They're praying on my downfall. So, but honestly, like, it was. I have it in my phone. It was November 14, 2019. So what I do is because like I don't have patience to deal with like real estate agents or commercial real estate agents. So I really just I grind. Like I'll go walk shopping centers, shopping malls, and I'll look for my own spaces. And I've seen that space, which it was a whole store that was operating at that time. And I was like, bro, like if something ever happens and they're gone, like that is a perfect, perfect space spot. for us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wait, and when was this? 2019. Wow. November 19. Mm -hmm. Like I took the picture, I photoshopped our name over there. So oh, like, yes. Did you send that, Chris? I thought um, I've seen that. I don't think so. Oh. Not that one. So it was like. <laughs> Chris <laughs> <one's> is alive. But I was just like, like that. I, I can't, just the location of it, where it's at, I really can't think of a better space mm -hmm. for us. Like I couldn't even like picture it, like on the strip. Like what would be better? Like mm, it's kind of right, it's kind of right. hard for me to even figure that out because literally it's everybody comes down the escalator from the other casinos mm -hmm. and you come through our doors. So it's like and we're on that first main hallway. Right. So it's it's amazing. We'll see what happens. You know. Um, yeah, I think it's gonna be great. Like I don't really put expectations mm -hmm. on things anymore. Yeah. Uh, because you know that's when you set yourself up to 
for failure, I guess. Yeah. Or disappointment. Yeah, but it's half of the time it's these fantasies that you're creating in your head about what you should be doing. But we're not putting any expectation on anything. We're not putting a number, a dollar sign, a number of milkshakes. So it's pretty much we're just gonna yeah, we're gonna see what happens because we don't wanna be disappointed. Uh, we've learned from the past that we had some unrealistic expectations opening um, the first door. It was kind of like we really thought it was build it and they'll come, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, they didn't really come. <laughs> <laughs> the, the come part didn't happen. We built it. They, they, like, they came, but not in the numbers that we needed to, uh, you know, to support that first establishment. Yeah. You know? But it was definitely a learning experience that we had to go through. No, I, I'm so glad that you said that, Chris, because we haven't really talked about the bare bones are like the outline of what this episode is supposed to be about. So the episode, this episode is going to be entitled Trust Yourself. Yes, right? yes. And I, and I was telling Jess, I feel like trusting yourself is literally, like the biggest thing you can do to show that you trust yourself is open a business with okay. of your idea. You know what I mean? Like, there is no other legit way to show that you trust you, okay? Absolutely. Then to open a whole business, put money behind, you know, a, an idea of yours. Yeah. Um, can you talk, can you both kind of speak to that? Like, what was the process like for you all in creating Serial Killers? Um, when you guys were going through this, did you guys have any doubts that this even serial business would succeed? Did I say that right? <laughs> I'll let Jess pretty much handle this one, but... Every time I have an idea, this is how it starts. Hear me out. <laughs> I already know. Like, okay, let me brace myself for whatever is about to happen going to be said. So I am, you know, sometimes I feel like you get put with people, you're put together because y'all just mix or blend well right. for certain reasons. Right. I'm very go with the flow. And so I try to be as supportive as I possibly can of him and all of his yeah. just hear me out. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, wait, like, Jess. So when he came to you with serial killers, <laughs> what was your real and honest thought then? <laughs> no, I was like, okay. You know, like, okay, so people are going to eat cereal okay? And so he hit me with the research and he hit me with the numbers. Like, you got to come with the logistics. Okay. And, you know, in this place, you know, they just sell cereal and they have like a line around the block all day, all day, all day. You know, they have a place in Colorado. So it's like, okay, well, I mean, I guess it can work. So, <laughs> you know, let's, let's do this then. And then I think me personally, I was just really tired. I hated my job, you know, just to be perfectly honest. Yeah, be real, sis. <laughs> and I got to a place where like, you know, I was, I had anxiety. I was depressed there, mm. full on. Like there were days, he can tell you, I came home crying because yeah. of just the stress and the pressure. And I hated it there. Yeah. And it wears on you. And so honestly, he could have said, Look, we about to sell cereal out of an ice cream cart and I'd have been like, Okay, <laughs> let me, let me Let's see. You know, like, You're putting cocaine on the frosted <laughs> plates. You know what I'm saying? We'd have been slinging dime bags bags of frosted plates. Like I can get up out of here, then I'm rolling. <laughs> and so, you know, any opportunity to start something of our own yes. was just just a, a pot of gold mm -hmm. you know at the end of the rainbow for me like let's just jump on that so 
for that, I guess, you know, I was just kind of open to it because, yeah, I'm getting out of here. So <laughs> whatever you want to do, we about to, you know, get it going. And it was one of the one million ideas he has yes. that we felt like would be an easy startup for us yeah. financially. <laughs> oh, we found out different. <laughs> but we thought <laughs> that was going to be easy. That was, okay, that brings me to because Chris as, as well, obviously, like we're close friends. So I've heard some of Chris's other ideas, which mm -hmm. to be honest are not bad ideas, right? right? Mm -hmm. So Chris, how did you trust yourself with this idea <laughs> in comparison to all the other ideas that you had? Hear me out, right? <laughs> nah, for real. Uh, like, so, I probably shouldn't say this, and actually uh, talking to an investor, I actually told him, like, this exact thing. I was like, this cereal business isn't even close to my best idea, mm -hmm. to the most successful thing that I could open or I'm going to open. Pretty much, like, I have a list, like, in my notes, probably of, 50 plus mm -hmm. different business ideas. And I've tried a couple other ones, went through the whole process, and then you realize that, you know, capital. You yeah, that's capital. so limited. And then like a lot of other things that you, you know, want to do with technology and social media, like it goes, it comes and goes so yeah, fast. Right. So by the time you get any kind of money for it, like they're already on to the next thing. Right. You know, it is, it's just so much. So I was like, hey, which one of these businesses could we start and not have to get money from anybody else right you know and it was like my whole plan is let let me show these investors because unfortunately investors don't look like us right yeah. so they're, they're not like a lot of other people who don't look like us can mm -hmm. just have an idea and get go to silicon valley and right get a couple of million dollars and <laughs> pretty right. easy right yeah. so my thing is like we have to start a business. We have to prove that we can operate a business and the money will come. Right. So that was like the driving force behind it. And then, so that that's that, you know. Oh, quick little tidbit for you guys. <laughs> Around the time we were kind of first together, I had to sign an NDA. For Chris? <laughs> yes. You are kidding. I didn't know her like Chris, that. one of his business ideas. Wait, Chris, wait, Jess, you have to tell this story. Chris hit you with an NDA when you guys were a non-disclosure. Yes. And there was going to be a prenup. Okay. There was a whole business idea he had. And so he was, you know, in the midst of working on it. And yes. was like, all right, before I show you and tell you what it is, I'm going to need you to sign this. Chris. <laughs> you been talking, bro. <laughs> you can't trust these. <laughs> just, I was just trying to protect my blessing. Exactly. So it's funny just because of where we were, you know what I mean? Then yes. the beginning to now, I just, it's all of them I have to hear. You yes. know what I mean? And no NDA required. And I don't even like make people like really sign NDAs. Like, I'm like, hey, whatever. <laughs> I was like, I realized like how hard it is. Yeah. You know, so it's like NDA, like that ain't gonna stop nobody from stealing your idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I, I ain't had no money to sue nobody. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got enough for me to take it, right? I was wasting time, man. Like really, like not that my I'm saying, but like like I'm gonna take tell my friends, hey, let me let me get your stimmy. Like, <laughs> 
that's all that is. Because money back Joe got it. I'm like, like, you can sue people for, you can get a judgment of 189 million dollars, and you still ain't. I don't mean you go get 100. They might only have 180. They might have 100 and you go get two percent of that. Exactly. So So it's just lawyers getting the rest. Yeah, that's wild. Lawyers is wild, bro. (laughs) (laughs) We all should have got our law degree. Seriously. Michael Beck. Definitely. uh, Yeah, I had to sign that NDA. (laughs) So, so when you guys were creating this idea, or any other of your other ideas that you guys may have. Was there any time where, actually, no, I, I want to stick with serial killers. Was there any time in your mind where you said, okay, this may not work? Yeah, Ooh. I would say <laughs> from the beginning, like, oh, you know, we can go through the story. Like, we're actually writing a book about it, or a comic book about the story. But uh, so pretty much, like, the issue is, again, like, I, I really try, you know, I'm not even going to go there, but yes. Um, we got turned down a lot mm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, wait. So, for a lot of people who don't know what starting a business is like, when you say turned down, what do you mean by that? Well, we're looking for a, a space mm. to actually, you know, put serial killers in. Right. And it was always like, oh, it's too new. Because it wasn't like, like, on paper, like, when they mm. looked at the bank accounts, there was plenty of money. Mm. Right. Like, like right. six figures type stuff to where it's like, there's no reason for you to be serial You should not. Yeah. Yes. Besides, Besides the color of my skin? Oh, I didn't say it. That was your words. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what's funny, though, really quickly before you go on, is we have another episode where we talk about black economics within the black community. Yeah. And that's a well-known fact. You right. know what I mean? If you watch, um, uh, what's his name, Chadwick Boseman in that movie about real estate where he was... Um, um, a real estate investor that's, that's, or something. I don't think that's Chadwick Boseman. Oh, that's not. That's, that's Falcon. Falcon. Right. Falcon. That's oh, what? Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. R.I.P. Chadwick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wrong superhero. Wrong black superhero. There's essentially this movie that I can't remember what it's called, but it's about. With Samuel L. Um, Jackson. Okay. I'm yeah. Sure. Yes. It sounds familiar because I don't think they really promoted that. It's on. It's on Apple TV. It's him and Samuel L. Jackson. It's about realtors, the first black realtors. Yes. And how people people historically have not linked to black people, right? How banks historically have not linked to black people. So that's not, you know. But yeah, but that's it. So it was just like, okay, we're getting turned down for this, and then that, and then. like even like with one of the other uh, outdoor malls on Las Vegas Boulevard, really close <laughs> to the airport, like they took us all into the arena. Like they, they said yes, you know they, they we're gonna send it to the board. They made us wait three weeks. They were like, oh, the board said that the um, the idea was too new, and mm-hmm. we're not sure if it was gonna make it. But they so, have a custard. So they thought they thought Should it I? was a good idea for that space. To put massage chairs in the yes. pool, where you can go in and sit in those massage chairs, right. like mm-hmm. fifteen of them, mm-hmm. and I might have seen two people in there. You some ever? The yeah. Fifteen times I've been in the mall because yeah. one of our friends has a business right next door. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Domazer, but oh, yeah. Domazer, mm-hmm. I love Domazer. So yeah, so it's really it was just like okay, you know, so it was just no after no after no, and then finally, I oh, thought you were talking about the outlet malls. No, we're talking about that. I'll go to the mall. I'll go to the mall. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm starting with town. No, I'm, no, I'm <laughs> glad. That, I was about to say, yeah, the only reason that people go there is for Nike town. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, so they um, they pretty much was like, so they finally 
came across the mall, uh, and then, you know, it was like, okay, they have a spot open. <laughs> they had like three spots open, but you know, we went, I was looking for it in the summer. So the mall was, it was, it was packed, oh, you know, yeah. it was packed with kids. So I'm like, dang, it's a gold mine. Like yeah. you start just, but then like the rent, right? And we're like, okay, you know, if, because you do your business plan, you obviously guess how much money you're gonna right. make, and then you start to believe it mm -hmm. you know, with no real research. You know right. that, like, like a business plan when you do the financials is a joke. Yes, like you definitely should do a business plan. As much as I hate them, you do learn a lot because you really have to kind of dig deep. But you're not real with yourself. You don't know what Realistic. people are gonna do. Yeah. So like, yeah, so it was just like you know like, and then of course like because of all the no 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 no's. I convinced myself that we can pay that rent, mm -hmm. you know? So like, that was like a mistake, which I mean, I'm still grateful for it. Cause yeah. I think we had to go through that because if we didn't get that space, who knows, like maybe we wouldn't have went on that TV show. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What TV show do you have, Treasure? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so like everything, everything works together. Like, cause I think it's just like, even though it was so many negatives and I mm -hmm. mean like, yeah, nothing was good for that store besides like the first month, mm -hmm. maybe. Right. And it was kind of like, you know, I thought if we built it, everybody would be here. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, but the thing is, it wasn't like, this This was my biggest issue. Our Yelp reviews, four and a half stars out of five. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved it. But I was like, why aren't people coming? Mm -hmm. But then I started looking around at all the other uh, places in the food court. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, well, you have us. You have sticks and shakes. You have Dairy Queen. So now, the very small dessert market we're splitting it with right. three people right. at that. And then you know, as I mean, unfortunately, the malls are starting to die off. So we're splitting mm -hmm. a very small customer base. Right. So it was just, it, and then people, you know, like you guys, you know, with kids and stuff. You don't want to take all the kids out of the car. Uh, get in the go car. Go into the car. Yeah. So yeah. it was really just about learning. Yeah. So like it wasn't really a us issue. Like I know yeah, yeah. trying to make a mistake. So that's why we were like, hey, like what are we gonna do? So we had to like take that last little bit of money. Yeah. I said, I said, because I was really like, I was like, I'm gonna go into town, but I'm like, I can't let Instagram see me lose, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so can't, can't lose on the gram. So it's like, you know, let's just let's just try. Let's, I mean, let's like, there's yeah. no, there was no reason, like especially after the pandemic, mm -hmm. it was like, it was no reason to give them that money for back rent. We weren't gonna ever be able to pay the rent. Yeah. Like at that point, we would have made like 50 grand a month mm -hmm. for a year just to catch up and mm -hmm. stuff. Cause you know, they were like, after the pandemic, they were like, hey, you still owe us. Like, well, we were closed for three and a half months. Right, how are we going to pay that? But right. it was just like, you know what, let's just, let's find a space. We found, the I would say not the perfect space for it at that time. You know, we found it by doing good, yeah. you know, weird things. Because a friend of ours, uh, their family member had had a child and we had all Khalil's extra diapers and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, hey, let's, let's, I was going to meet him up there. Let's go drop it off. And I just looked through the window and like, ooh, look at this space. Mm -hmm. Like, so it just kind of all fell into place. The yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I think, oh, babe, did you want to? No, no, no. Okay, no. No, I was going to say I love that. I think, obviously, you know, looking back on the process, you can see why all of those things lined up the way that they lined up, mm -hmm. right? But with the, or, and with the episode of trusting yourself, I think it's easy for you to get to that point now and look back, right? Like, a, a, a quick example is like, Chris, I remember 
you, we, Aaron and I had done the first episode of the podcast, or like one of the first episodes, mm-hmm. and we were talking about our experience with like Liv's mom. Uh-huh. And in the episode, I was like, oh yeah, we went through all of these things, right, Chris? <laughs> I almost fought her, but we're good now, right? <laughs> right? Like, we're in a good spot now, right? right? right. <laughs> and I remember Chris came to me after the episode, and he was like, Trisha, like, I know y'all are good now, but like, why don't you talk more about the, what was the struggle to really get there? Like, mm-hmm. what did yeah. that really look like? Like, you gave us a little, but you you didn't really talk to us about the real of the real about what it looked like to get to that good spot now or whatever it just looks like (laughs) (laughs) but now i kind of want a year and a half later because i had a chip on my shoulder about it No, I'm just kidding. I'm just but nervous. I think I think it helps me to think of that question for you all, right? Mm-hmm. And for people who may be going through the same situation. Like, there may be people right now who have an idea. Everything looks like it's falling apart and they don't trust themselves. So take us back to that space. Like, when you all are first black-owned business, everybody's writing for you. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knows Chris. Everybody knows Jess. Mountaintop is behind you. We're behind you. You know what I mean? And then to Chris's point, like, Instagram already has seen that y'all have started a business. Okay. <laughs> so, like, what, what, what is your thought in that space? In that space of like, when it comes to trusting yourself, when it comes to things don't look good right now. Right. You know what I mean? What is your thought? What is your mentality? How do you pull yourself through that and get to the other side of like serial killers or Blanco? You know? Ooh, for me, prayer. And you know, I had many a conversations with God mm-hmm. in that car. I was pregnant at the time Mm. when we had the first store, the first location. So you're working 12, 13 hour days and you know, this is your life now. Mm. And so it's, you know, it's no time for family really. It's no time for friends really. You're pouring every ounce of yourself Mm -hmm. into this business, mentally, physically, all of it. And so to give everything you have, financially as well to something and then you're not seeing the numbers move Mm -hmm. you're not seeing things grow as big as you wanted and then you're faced with we may have to leave this place shut this place down this next one is our only hope Mm -hmm. you're really sitting there like okay what if this one doesn't work either and so in the back of your mind it's kind of like okay am i prepared to go back to work because mm. yeah. just like you said, you had left your job. Oh, your yeah. job was you had been off of work for like how long? You guys were cl- about to close down the mall location. Um, about to close down the mall a uh, whole year. Wow, over a year. And Jess is like, I ain't going back to. I ain't house. going back. Okay. And it really hurts my feelings. You don't want to go back to insurance. So it but, was like there's that little voice that's there, like, girl, we ain't going back. You know what I mean, like says we're gonna do whatever we have to do to grind this thing out because i'm not going back to anybody's nine to five Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. (laughs) so the other part of me was also like my family has to survive however so if i do have to go back to a nine to five i'm absolutely gonna do i'm gonna sell oranges on the side of the road you know what i'm saying i'm gonna be the new corn lady out here if i have to hustle to get us where we need to be because as a part of a family business 
you know, you have to rely on each other. So if yeah. it would have meant that I had to go back, then I was going to have to go back. But that's kind of always in the back of your mind is it's about survival. Right. Because this is your own money a lot of the time. If you're right. like a mom and pop starting up, that you're putting into this, you know, one bad thing and you're done with. And then what are you left holding the bag, you know? Yeah. With? And so I think that's the hard part of it is you can't, you know, psych yourself out without being too worried yeah. about things not going right or right. not going well. So you just kind of have to keep fighting and pursuing because the alternative is what, failure? Mm. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So it's like you just have to tell yourself, I, I don't have a choice but to succeed. Mm. So take that next step out. Take that next step out on faith. We open that business in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. The second location. And it's doing crazy right now. Let's normalize letting husbands be house husbands too. Yeah. <laughs> still, still makes me work a full time job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, God has called me to quit my job plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God has called me to. I mentally quit. Like, I mean, I, I quit my head. Like I'm done. Bye bye. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Hate you. Like two weeks but I love y'all. Right. We'll be back tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll make it work better tomorrow. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you gotta just keep pushing because plenty of times, just like like what's going on. But then it literally it took one day. The day we opened another store, mm-hmm. like all those doubts went away because mm-hmm. it was like, see, I knew it wasn't us. We had to yeah. shut the store down. Yeah. Literally, like we were just too overwhelmed. We had to close three hours early because we didn't have any more product. Mm-hmm. We had no more weight. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we ran out of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was I was in the same thing. It was just like, wow, like do we really just do that? Mm-hmm. And then like obviously you no, know, it's gonna slow down like a little bit, you know, after your grand opening. Yeah, yeah. But like it stayed consistent. Like right. it was no worry. Like I literally for probably like the last once Jessica had her kid, we had already got everybody. Our child. <laughs> <laughs> once Jessica had her son. Like I pretty, I pretty I pretty much was like like I had no like emotion towards that mall because I had already like thrown in the towel. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? As long as we can pay the employees, We're that's all that's all yeah. we gotta do. Right. Like we just we just go pay them, make sure they can do whatever they want to do. So it was really uh yeah, I wouldn't even go to the store really. Like we, we might have been we were going to drop supplies off and that's it. We kinda just mm-hmm. let them run the store and yeah, so because they were just I was just like, you know, this is I'm done. But now it's fun. It's yeah. fun to get up and go there. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like I said, you know, we still need to take a step back because we're transitioning to opening more stores. But it was like, you know, like just mentally, I wasn't even in that other store. Mm-hmm. And like the relief, like you literally felt like somebody off your chest the day we closed that store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's it sucked for the employees, right. you know, because they rocked with us and stuff. But it's like it's out of our control. You know, there's only, you know, and then like. We paid them a lot of money out of our own pocket just mm. to keep them employed. Right. And we really didn't have to. Right. Yeah. Just but to do the right just thing. Just do the right yeah. thing. Like, you know, like that, that was, if there was anything about that shutdown that sucked, it was that. It right. Was, that was literally the only thing that, because that, we had a good plan. We were just going to transition to another store. All that fell through, you know, with COVID and all this yeah. stuff. So it was just like, 
that really sucked. But other than that, you know, for like, I think that like, you know, I'm like, yeah, they took advantage of us because we were ignorant to the fact of how overhead and stuff works. But we learned, we yeah. needed to learn, so. Yeah, especially you guys got to compete against Cinnabon. I mean, okay. look, <laughs> <laughs> no, straight up, like, look, you you will spend your last dollar on Cinnabon. Right? You really will. Yeah. You really will. That and there was this little fry stand. Oh, no, I tell just, you, people the fries were getting them fries. They ain't getting them because mm. they ain't there. Don't ain't getting them. They go too. They got fries. Look, Tender Express, Tender Express, hot dog in the bun. Yep. The the name brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're competing against them, and so when you're coming in and you see these teens coming into the mall or kids coming into the mall, it's okay. Do I spend my you know ten dollars on a meal mm. at Panda, or do I go over here and get a shake or yeah. a bowl of cereal? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. what we found is our niche is families. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so being in neighborhoods, really yeah. in that particular area that we're in now at the Centennial location, we get families of five and six coming yeah, in together. Yeah, yeah. I was behind you the know. family, they ordered, I was hot. Cause they were ordering everything. <laughs> Look, I'm like, they don't move out the way. Centennial Hill is nothing but families, yes. you know, mixed families, exactly. you know, you get the whole, Mulatto groups, you know, all of them. Say that? Is that? It's oh, mul- I think mulatto is I think it's an outdated term. It's an outdated term. It's a slur. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please forgive me, y'all. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, my God. I think you can say that. She, and that's why she's changing her name. Because it's a slur. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. I can't keep up. I just found out about Pepe Le Pew. Is he, would he be considered Stop saying it. Well, we're done saying it. He's big lotto. 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 He's big our number one customer is not children, guys. No. Like, everybody <laughs> thinks that, like, kids are cool, but kids spend $3.50 on right. one <laughs> like, our, like, say, like, our customer base is people our age. Like, yeah. The millennials, like, the people who watch Saturday morning cartoons, right. people who watch Rugrats, Nostalgic, Doug, yeah. Cat Dog, weird yeah. stuff like that. I hate the cat dog. You think Cat Dog? Cat Dog was the most creative show. I hate and I hate, that's why we don't That's why you didn't like You didn't like Rocco Marley? I hated Rocco Marley. Oh, then wonder you didn't like Cat Dog. Because I was like literally right. the same yes, show. Yes, the same yeah. Or Angry Angry okay. Beaver? I hated Angry Beaver. And I didn't mean, mess with I didn't Angry right. Beaver was a classic. I don't mess with it. But I remember it, yeah. But I mess with Rugrats. Okay. I was there with Rugrats. I didn't know we didn't get along. You know what I'm saying? Okay, what's so funny though? That's why Rocco's dead. Okay, well, you know what's so funny though? Because in our friend group, I really feel like there's twin flames. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. you and Aunt Jessica and Aaron yeah. are, are like but she's twins. Like, because the singers, it's, they're, they're annoying. No, they do, they're a lot. They're mm-hmm. like nerds the, together. They've been here, they're back <laughs> together. Right. I feel like, Chris, I feel like you and Chamel are twin flames. Like, y'all will roast people all day long. Uh-huh. And I feel like me and, and Chris, Chris Henry Chris are. No, you and Chris Henry, yeah, yes. Chris yeah. Henry, yeah. yeah that's, this, this is sounding too much like a swingers club. Okay. That's what we're not going to do. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> look, we, we can't say the M word and we can't say swingers. Okay. Oh, no. There are platonic friendships. 
There we go, platonic. What kind of madness is that? What if that was a platonic friendship? Like, what platonic means for a Like, oh, I can double down. <laughs> 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 I'll say something. And then you know how Shannon, she'll repeat it in her laugh. Uh-huh. Like, hey, look at that hoe. Look at that hoe. <laughs> That's really how Shannon is talking. <laughs> No, Chevy is like, just you. <laughs> exactly. You guys are twin flames. No, it was yeah. funny because when uh, last time we were together, Trisha was asking everybody how they had met, right? Uh, and Chevy uh, turned to me, she's like, obviously she was talking about how you and I, and you, <laughs> you and Trisha met, so we're just going to oblige them, okay? <laughs> Shout out to Chevelle oh, Chris. Yeah. 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 Um, the the other thing that Chris obviously keeps sliding me about that I wanted to cover was Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some questions I have about Shark Tank, okay? Mm-hmm. But before that, there was something I really wanted to say about trusting mm-hmm. yourself throughout the process. Chris, shut up. This is why I don't mess with you either. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I signed an NDA for that. <laughs> <laughs> And they got lawyers. <laughs> they got them. ABC, Sony. No. They got lawyers and they got time. <laughs> ABC and Sony? Oh. Okay, okay. This is the thing that I really wanted to talk about with Shark Tank, right? No I comment. think I. Shark Tank don't get fired. We were on there. <laughs> we were on the show. <laughs> we can, we I saw, can, we caught. I came back. Okay, okay, really quickly. So you all obviously, everybody saw the episode, right? Our hearts were all broken when you all left without a deal, right? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the process of trusting yourself, right? That's real cuss words. Right. <laughs> 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 um, I know mom came over, we all cried. No, together. no, we, we literally, yeah, we literally were like, like, why did they not? Bring your butt over here and They said the month. shakes were great. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> yes, and I'm sorry, I should say for some of the listeners that don't know, Serial Killers Kitchen, Jessica and Chris were on episode three, season twelve of Shark Tank. Um, and they pitched serial killers, right? The sharks love the shakes, but in the end they walked away with no deal, right? Yes. So so there's some things, obviously like the sharks, a lot of the people on the show will stay and like be grateful to the sharks for the advice that they give. And sometimes them sharks be spitting gems, right? Yeah, they do. Now, when the sharks left, they gave you all advice as, advice as well. Mm-hmm. When you all walked away from that process, where were you all at in, in the ter- in, in in the way of trusting yourself? Were y'all in the space of like, man, they told us this, they shot down, um, we didn't get a deal, and man, I don't know how we're going to make it? Or were you all in the space of like... Revenge. Right, okay, okay. Like, that was it. It was, it was uh-huh. like, okay, like, really, bro? Like, because for me, it was like... If they could have came out and been like, this isn't going to work. Or like, there's something like, you know, Mr. Wonderful is the jerk and he wasn't yes. even mean. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, like I was kind of mad about that. I was like, bro, like, you better he say something. Take shots. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it was just, it was, it was just like, it didn't really make sense. I, th- I think, why. I think it was really just COVID. Like, mm-hmm. that's all, like, I think that is... They were so not sure where retail was heading. Mm-hmm. And you know, and like I said, we did have a location that wasn't doing well. So I right. don't blame them for not. Yeah, absolutely. But I, like right away, like, you know, I would say I just wanted to get out of there. Like I was just ready to go, go home. I missed the kid. That was the first time we were away from him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was just like, whatever. Like for me, like it's all about just people's opinion, which you shouldn't care about them. 
But it was just like, all right, now we gotta have six million people watch. It's not a good deal. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like, okay, here we go. And then, but then you have to just wait, wait. And they're like, yeah, maybe we'll play your show. You know, maybe we won't. So it was just, mm -hmm. yeah. So it was just after that, it was just like you have these expectations. Which yeah. I, I'm telling you, we're trying to limit now. That it's like, okay, we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna get a deal. And like, you don't think about not getting a deal. Right. right. So then, like that right. part crushes you. Oh yeah. But then it's just like. I was like, who cares? I'm like, I'm like, they're people. Like, we put our pants on the same way. Yeah. And it's like, you know. I was just happy that they didn't show me crying. Did you cry, Jess, in the episode? Lord Jesus, she's still crying right now. <laughs> I did. I did. At Wait, the, at, in front of the sharks, you cried? No, no, no. I don't know. I was always crying. You have it together, girl. Okay, you were in there. Down, okay. the, down the hallway? I would have never even guessed. After, like once we got to, because they, the they at the end, <laughs> the end of the room, then it was like, oh my God, we did it. Jess, you were holding it together. I'm just holding her like, bro, it's gonna be alright. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't Chris even like, eyes, like you know, yeah. like hysterics. It was just like we got this far. Right. You know, we beat out how many people to make it in front of them. And so Chris brought out the Fubu jersey. Yeah, okay, to walk. No, that was. I thought that was gonna talk on them as hard. We did. We did. He loved y'all. A lot of people admit, like I don't think they showed it. Which, I mean, if I can't talk about it, but like. Literally, we all the places like all the different like food concepts or sweets or cupcakes, cakes, donuts that the sharks invested in. Mm. We bought those and put them in their milkshakes. Mm. So they were literally eating a milkshake from us, right? With mm. oh, that's awful. From, like, so, like I said, we did a lot of work to prepare. Right. So the fact that it's like, okay, it's not like this isn't like the best ice cream we've had. Like, it was just like, okay, like, whatever. They said that. Uh, no, like if you guys could have heard the stuff like when they were eating, yeah, like the words like this S H I T is F U C K I N good stuff. No, like that. they you know, love the show. No, yeah, yeah, so, but I guess how, even how they projected it, they really thought it was. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you know, but but I, like I said again, I get it. If if Centennial was open, mm -hmm. how it is now. Mm -hmm. We then you guys I think it'd be a different story. Yeah. I think it was just right in the middle of COVID and you're like yeah. restaurants. Right They're closing the left and right. Yeah. And y'all ain't doing too good and right people now. People are struggling. You and can people in general. Yeah. Exactly. And to answer your question finally, uh like Mark gave some good advice. Like he was a little deep a little deep, so it was kinda of hard to follow a little bit, but like, you know, we do need you know, we are gonna get an account mm -hmm. and like a, like to really keep track of all that stuff yes. sure you know she's been doing a, a lot a lot better job now like everything's in order she mm -hmm. got everything where it needs to be but it's just at this point we have to start eliminating things off of our like, like yes yeah. yes it's, it's a lot too much like i literally can't be the mechanic the social media manager yes. outside of like you know chamel doing yeah, like our yeah. ads yeah. and stuff like that and it's like but also, like, who else is going to be there every day for right. getting content? So it's like, right. I have mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. Because that's what our thing, we have to be consistent. I'm not going to pay someone. We can't afford to pay anyone mm -hmm. to be a full-time cameraman right. and get content. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's like, we kind of just have to do it. But we have to get rid of some of the stuff that we really don't need to be doing, mm -hmm. like yeah. shopping. Because, you know, day. doing yeah. supply runs, doing HR, doing, you know, so payroll and the accounting, the bookkeeping and being in the store, working and helping them out to open. It's a That's lot. Too much. It's yeah. too, much. It's too much. I 
I don't know, Chris. Alone, literally, the social media full, side full of things jobs. is a full yeah. It's yeah. a it's a full time job to make sure you're posting or being consistent and editing and all of that. Yeah. On it's top of you guys have real employees. Like, <laughs> like Drake hasn't came out with an album in a long time, so I'm really gonna capture. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you just came out with uh. You got three songs. Like, yeah, you got three songs. Albums. I mean, we should take jump on scary hours. We're serial killers. Mm, that's um, good. You know. yeah, yeah. Well, the um, the other thing I kind of <laughs> wanted to mention about wait, when it comes to trusting yourself, the other thing that I think about is obviously all of us are Christians, right? Yes. So my take on what it are takes, we all Christians? Don't care. Well, you know, or believe in a higher power, or yes. you know, answer to somebody else. You know, I'm just. I saying, was just yeah. joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got deep, and I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> Um, this inclusion thing is you know, sorry, right? gotta be inclusive. You, well, know? you can't say the c word. What's the other word? The malot. Yeah. Yeah. The M word. Don't say the M word. Don't say Mr. Oh. Potato Head. Oh, yeah, just potato head. Now it's just potato head. I quit. Latin and Latinx. I know that's a. That's an important one, though. I don't. That is a very important one. All of them are important. When, especially when it comes to trusting yourself, I think a huge part of that is I find that I trust myself more when I am connected to to my source. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like to me, so I, I doubt myself consistently when I know I'm not connected. And there are plenty of times when I know I'm not connected. I know I'm not uh-huh. hearing from God. I know I'm not even seeking Him. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like those are the times when I doubt myself, obviously, the most for good reason, because I know what it's like to be connected to Him and to not, and the difference that that makes. And I think one huge thing for trusting just, you know, is connecting to the source. How much of how much of the voice of God did you all hear in your process? of creating serial killers. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris, I know you hear voices. But <laughs> yeah. get I guess I'm not gonna like say that like one day I was sleeping in college. Drop some fruit loops in your hair. Like that wasn't good. Like it was definitely. It's definitely leaning on the faith, you know, especially like you know understanding that you know um, like a song that I listen to quite often, and it goes a little something like this. I'm not really gonna sing, but uh-huh. you guys know the song, it's really like, God has not promised me sunshine. Yeah, God has not promised me sunshine. Be faithful, or grateful. Yeah, grateful. Oh, be grateful, yeah, be okay. Grateful. Oh, wait, how does it go sing these singers? I, they can really sing, let's go. I don't even, I, it's an older song. Go ahead, Jess, we know you can sing. Has not promised me sunshine. Mm. Oh, she don't know what it's on. Pretty much, it's that. I do. You take a little. Right, very well. Yeah, pretty much. All I'm saying is that, you know, God, you know, he'll get you to where you need to go, but it's not going to be perfect. Right. You're going to go through all these dark times, these bumpy roads, but at the end of the day, like, you know, it's it's going to. You have to appreciate it. Yeah, you, you really, mm-hmm. yeah, you really have to be grateful. You know, like I say, so it's just like, yeah, it's just been it's been a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and it was just like we had to trust, we had to believe, and it was just like you had to just like it's really like say it's really just not like you said trusting yourself, but like you know I have to trust God for yeah. before I can trust myself. So really, me trusting myself is trusting that I'm listening right. to the Lord or willing right. to follow it. You know, like. 
that whole one door opens and one door closes and another mm-hmm. one opens like it's like it's real it's and very it's just real. like it does like that because like there's so like literally like and you guys would think that as we're more popular it was getting easier to mm-hmm. get new locations mm-hmm. but literally like we had two landlords like yeah we got a deal and then like oh no <laughs> and then this like we're talking like like in the last year, and I'm like, bro, like we're killing it as until right, right. Like, what is it again? But I'm not gonna say what it is. <laughs> but but must say it works out because <laughs> if we were doing that, there would be no strip store right now. Mm-hmm. It would just be too much because we would have just opened one and then right. just opened another one. Right. Yeah. And so, but now just like that, we have two open. Well, mm-hmm. three if you count the one. Uh, our friends in Arizona. So it's like yeah. it's oh, just we about it's that just thing. it's just let it yeah let God do His work mm-hmm. and like and just believe it like because like I don't. Like when people say no, yeah, I'm mad for a day two, but it's just like okay, let me go look back to the grind. Let me go find another one. It's kind of just like what's for you will be always right, be for, always you. for you. Yeah, I love that. And for me, I think. Okay. God really has tested my gangster. You know what I mean? In terms of <laughs> my gangster. Okay, my gangster. Uh, no, my character has been pushed mm-hmm. and pressed. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like anytime I even think of doing the wrong thing, yeah. when I tell you it comes back immediately. Mm. And it's one of those things where because we're married and we're business partners, it is like I have to pray almost separately just for our marriage. Right. right. Because we're very different people and so you have a ceo and coo and it's one of those things where we butt heads in certain areas and in certain spaces and it's like having to make that separation from our marriage Mm -hmm. and our business relationship Mm -hmm. is really you know i had to really learn to okay i have to talk to him like i would talk to someone i'm doing business with Mm -hmm. on occasion Mm -hmm. it can't be about your personal feelings right And so you can't be too sensitive in that. And so in terms of like shaping and molding my character, God had to really start to talk to me about different things and like that area and about different things and about, you know, preparedness. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, look, I took you through this. I made you this way. You know, I had you experience this. And then every so often, I'll get a new glimpse of something and I'll go, oh, that's why you had me do that. Yeah. That's why you had me go through right. that. That's why you pushed me to this or to that because right. I'm using it right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you, sometimes you just have to be grateful for the hard lessons or sometimes you have to be grateful for the things that don't feel that awesome. Right. You know what I mean? Um, even like I said, with him as a partner in business, He'll call me on, call me out on things, which I appreciate. You have to have someone that (laughs) is, you know, willing to critique or criticize you and go, I noticed this. That's an issue. You don't see that you don't do that or that this is that way. And you got to go, you know, what? you're right. I'll tell you, one of the toughest days was when we had to get the taxes together to give to the accountant <laughs> to do our taxes and it was like you need to send them a balance sheet and this is that and the other so we sent it and they were like okay this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and i was like i can't do this mm-hmm. i cannot do this you know what i mean like we have to hire somebody mm-hmm. and he said no 
you just don't have to figure it out. We're not hiring somebody. I can very much picture Chris. <laughs> no, it was like we you don't have we don't have the money for all of that. If we're not hiring somebody to do this. You need to figure it out. And get, lo and behold, your girl, I became an accountant overnight. Let me tell you, <laughs> you know, doing a little bit of research or doing, you know, just making a little extra step here and there, you know what I yeah. mean, to get it done. And I got that thing done. When I tell you that balance sheet was balanced, okay. <laughs> I was. You know, little things like that. I hate numbers. So when I tell you the Lord has pushed me to places that I don't feel comfortable, yeah. but I'm all the better for it. Yeah, absolutely. And so trusting yourself. Thank you, Lord. It really is trusting that you can go beyond your limits. Yeah, I love that. You know, you don't have to break. Okay. I got another uh, Christian question, but it's probably... Okay. No, no y'all right. Praising. Praising. You know, with your success, like, you know, I, and maybe I'm kind of weird, but I feel like the more money we make, right, that's like the more tithes we have to pay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Of course this is a question. This well, is Aaron's uh, question. question. <laughs> if you, I don't mind Chris, paying them, but... Chris Deferred Burns has not taken one dollar from the business. Wow. Uh, and she takes very minimal. We're like church would, Small. church was giving, giving giving the church ten percent of that would be okay, but they'd be like okay. disrespectful. Like, they'd be like, oh, is this a, is this a Wednesday? Uh, right. Right. <laughs> so like we like we say, we're just getting to the point where we could if we wanted to, mm -hmm. but but like, it's better to flip the money. Mm -hmm. So, right, so like technically, exactly. like we haven't made any income mm -hmm. and serial killer doesn't go to church i got my first check in 2021 <laughs> after what us having the business for like two years i got against, my first paycheck. it's against the law will we pay her yeah i'm like no joke like it's probably on like that amount of hours she works it's probably not even half a minimum wage. Like, just so like girl, here, it's like a stipend. It's oh, a here, stipend. Here, go, here goes some nail money. <laughs> Joe Biden is coming for y'all. That's fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but no. yeah, so it's like no, no, definitely. Like at the end of the day, like uh, we do like we're gonna do so much for the church. Like when we get like like I'm gonna like say like knowing them on a personal level, like you know. Besides, like reading their book and just kind of interaction, but just kind of like it'd be so cool to do like what the Lewis's do, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, school, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and like I say, that's one thing that I don't know a lot of people don't know, but we employ half of our staff is from the church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So technically, if, they, if they're paying their time, <laughs> <We're tired. laughs> <We're tired. laughs> but technically, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I guess I mean more serious note. I do want to touch base on like that you guys have hired. You guys are a black-owned business hiring black young people, and actually, uh, because we were just we were just talking about mm -hmm. how you you know them you guys have poured into them you know for them to actually mm -hmm. you know eventually when they actually have to go get a, a real job mm -hmm. you know like they they can put some of the things that they've done on their resume like, yeah. 
you know, or even, or even you actually, you know, like with uh, some of them getting them haircuts, you know, just to be that brother figure or father figure that they, you know, like everybody needs multiple dads and multiple moms, you know, it takes a village, you know, and I think you guys being business owners or black people, more, we do need more black business owners to kind of be able to portray that. It's for our kids as well. Like, how does that make you feel being like a role model and also just a being their boss, but also being their role model? Well, first, let me say we are an equal opportunity employer. We do hire all of the rainbow. It's not even like we tried. We have, yeah. Listen, when we first opened Centennial, it was. Five Caucasians and four African Americans. Right. By the end of the month, it was one Caucasian. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't. I personally don't know if it was the work was hard because we were super busy, or is it two? They don't want to take orders from someone who they're not used to taking orders from. So I, I don't. I don't know what the reason is, and it's not like we're like okay, you know what? Now we're just gonna have, no. Like we literally, it's easy when you. When you have people that recommend, you know, yeah. like if most of our peers yeah, are African American, they're like, "Hey, you think you can hook blah 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 up?" And that, that's just what's happening because we've been in points where we just needed people fast, yeah. and thankfully they've worked out. So now it's like, I, like I don't care. It's like, yeah, it's like really we're gonna hire the best. Like we're doing, we're gonna be doing interviews pretty mm-hmm, soon, mm-hmm. and I don't care what you look like. Yeah. Like, listen, like it, we just want the best employee who's gonna fit our culture, right. and. Part of our culture is the African American culture, so that mm-hmm. could be uncomfortable people. Like when we close, we do put hip hop on. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you know, like we have a couple people that rap while they're cleaning. <laughs> so like it's just it, it's, it could be a culture shock, also. But right. you know, again, like that's our culture. Like you know, but I, I, one thing that I think that I'm most proud of is that if you come in as a customer. That whole stigma of black-owned businesses goes out the mm-hmm. window because it's always Absolutely. great customer service. Or yeah. like you're getting greedy, you're getting talked to like that. Like we're just we have to work extra hard. So because that you know that's the bad yeah. thing that African Americans their customer service is bad. They're late. No, we don't play that, bro. Yeah. Like I don't. I, like we're a black-owned business, but you shouldn't walk in and be like, yeah, I can tell this, this is a black-owned black owned business. business. Ne- what, what, what people the portray as a black-owned business, like like that's one thing. So it's not like we're trying to be better than, but it's just like we need to like be on our A game and you know make people want to come back. We only have one chance at a first impression. For sure. Yeah, we were being intentional. We were just talking about that. We. You know, uh, we were talking about like it was the first time this person was able to do something with that one person. I'm not trying to be able to tell all the business, yeah, yeah. but you know, it was her opportunity. And instead, you know, she fumbled the bag because uh-huh. it could have been something that she kept that was re- reoccurring, you yeah. know. And I think, you know, sometimes. Unfortunately, you're not prepared for that opportunity. Uh, you kind of, you know, or you don't, you know, you don't have the systems in place. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I know that you all say, obviously, that equal opportunity, right? Anybody <laughs> can get it in serial killers. I can all get employed. But I really do. I really mean that, though, in a sense of what I do appreciate or love for, you know, our African-American applicants mm-hmm. is... That stigma and that concern isn't there because you don't have a regular sounding name. Mm. So your concern that if you apply here, yes. you may not get it because of this, this, that, and yeah. the other. You're walking into an interview and that pressure is gone. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can see a face that looks like yours. Yeah. 
and a business owner that looks like you. And I mean, I feel like to who you all, knowing you all personally, mm -hmm. to me, Chris's niche is absolutely Af young African-American males, mm -hmm. right? Like when I look at you, Chris, I think like you are such a great mentor for yeah. our young black men. You know what I mean? And <laughs> so, so, stupid. so stupid. But essentially, like I really do think that's your niche. And why that may not be the only people that you're hiring, mm -hmm. I know, I can see that like even when I went to serial killers and y'all weren't there, like I could see that you've made an impression or and vice versa, right? Your employees make an impression on you and you mm -hmm. learn a lot of things about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I am just speaking, like I said, as a person from outside looking in, I think Chris and Aaron, you both have like a real niche with like young black males. And then Jess, I think you really actually connect, do connect to a lot of people over a lot of different ways, because I think you're such an open book about the struggles that you've been through mm -hmm. and everybody can find themselves in struggle. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I appreciate that. So, I mean, I just say that to say, I think one thing that we don't a lot of the times do is teach our our young kids, right? Like if they're working a high school job, it's just that, it's a high school job. Yeah. Nobody's pouring that much into them, yeah. right? They're leaving with the paycheck, it's oh, I can do this mediocrely, I can play around, I can be on my phone, but I right. do appreciate to Aaron's point that you all invest more than just what typically employ I've seen employers do. So hashtag bring the ninety nine, take it over to two thousand, back to the Sunday <laughs> school. <laughs> back to the Sunday school, to the Sunday school kids, you know, right. turn it up for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I wanna like, really coach. Like that I think that's kinda of because like because of having a nine to five I've been unable to Fulfill my coaching dream. Mm. So it's oh like, yeah, it's kind of like an opportunity. Oh, I am so waiting. I am so <laughs> waiting because <laughs> like, I remember. Now. I remember. I remember when I was like when I was living in DC. I didn't have any kids, but I was going out there trying to coach football. And like the coaches be like, "Do you have a kid?" I'm like, "No, I'm just, I'm just here. Look, I'm, here. I'm here to coach today." But now I got a son oh, yeah. and two little girls. Oh my god, I can't. I can't oh, wait. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. The worst isn't the best. Like he's gonna be the no, best. Me, I, I, I always feel like me and Trish are gonna be Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union <laughs> oh, yeah. at their kids' games. Like that's, oh, yeah. that's uh, Off without the, yeah. the hair color and all that. But <laughs> no, no, you not y'all know I'm like I'm yes. like super you know I'm not conservative, but I like to keep myself mm. on a straight and narrow, you know, but. No, I think that's a good place to kind of wrap it up and start to wind down. And obviously, one thing we always like to end the show with is, you know, some things that are coming up in Serial Killers Future, how people can, you know, get in contact with you if they want to come, where are your new locations, um, you know, just what's new for Serial Killers and any, you know, plugs y'all want to make. Okay. One of the newest things is on our menu is a cereal bun. I have to throw that out there. Mm -hmm. And so it's a donut ice cream sandwich. And so we are definitely trying to kind of hype that one up and market that one a little bit more. Come yeah. in. So we'll slice a donut. It's a glazed donut. <laughs> and then you get your choice of vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry ice cream. And then a cereal in a glaze. <laughs> Is the voice supposed to I make it? I so it sounds good already. <laughs> Have you heard that one that woman on uh, TikTok that narrates food? No. Or she, that's, that's her voice. Oh, I'm going to. to Can I start doing that? Yeah. Okay. I'll show you her Instagram. You really sound like that. Food. Yeah. But so yeah, so come and get come and get a cereal bun. It's, it's warm. But the 
But other than that, big things popping out here. Um, next week, uh, as of what is it? What month are we in? March nineteenth, March twentieth is going to be the grand opening of the Arizona store. So go on down to the grand opening if you'd like. Um, or um, you can do the grand opening that's in Vegas, which is going to be at the Miracle Mile Shops. And that one is probably going to be opening, what, first week of April is what we're shooting for. So look out for that. You know, we should be going good there. And then by summertime, we should have the next one open. Um, and that one's going to be on St. Rose. Yeah, that's close. 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 If we're gonna start the franchising thing, yeah, the world, man, huh? yeah, blowing up nationally yeah. by coast on. Yeah. Well, me and Trisha are gonna purposely move to LA, so we go. <laughs> 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 I'd say Africa, but we lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> right on Crenshaw, just us, me and Trisha taking over. Next to Taco Mail. <laughs> oh, shout out Taco Mail. Oh God, I miss it. But be sure to follow our TikTok at the Serial Killers Kitchen. And that's cereal with a C. That's <laughs> cereal killer's kitchen. Yes. And that's a uh, spell cereal for people. C. E. Real. <laughs> you just had to look to your Yeah, right. too. <laughs> and then killers is K I L L E R Z. Yeah. As in zebra. Zebra. And don't write that down or try to sell it because we do have a registered trademark. Okay. They are trademarks. You can't put out this whole serial killer freestyle you just did last week. Well, send us a check. Okay. But we're going to send you a cease and desist letter. Papoose, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast, <laughs> please, please shout us out. You know what I mean? Alright, we love you. We will raise that season. We, we respect the hell out of you, okay? <laughs> Look, you held her down for years. Okay, we really. respect you so much, alright? So she got a nice few times. <laughs> um, and then what about on IG, on Instagram? How can they follow you? The same one. The, the serial, serial, the serial, serial killers. killers kitchen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that kitchen. Yay. I'm trying sure to pop up, but you know. Huge shout out to you guys. Like, I'm so proud of you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I brag about you all the time to random people when they like, <laughs> like have you guys been to serial like new people I'm like have you guys ever been to serial killers like what's that? You know, I'm like, Well they have a location in Centennial Hill <laughs> <laughs> and they have a new location that's coming out soon, so I really brag on you guys a lot and try and you know, do my best to shout Thank you guys you. out as much as possible. Absolutely. Because, you know, what are friends for? Of course, we appreciate <laughs> you. Guys. I mean, we all have the same friends, so it's kind of dumb for us to share our okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I will do is anybody that I come in contact with, for sure. We, yeah, we came in contact with somebody today that was downtown. Awesome. You know, so yeah. we're excited for you guys yeah. so, so, so much. Well, we love you guys. Thank you for joining love another episode of we'll February. Thank you for having us. Next week of killing. Please catch that on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about it?
about killing her and drilling on YouTube? We ain't did it in a while. We haven't done it in a while. We, go back oh, we are going to have you guys on Killing. Drilling. <laughs> the all chocolate version, okay? Me and Got you. Scripture? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you did. You got it ready. Isaiah 41 and 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand. Okay. All right. A hand of justice, of power, of victory, of salvation. I had to throw that little bit in there from Amplify just because it's. Yeah. <laughs> no, Amplify is. Amplify is. Yeah, Amplify. You ready to go kill somebody? Okay. <laughs> I'm ready to go to battle, Lord. Right. <laughs> I am ready to take out some demons. Okay. Why is gospel music nothing but a big game of Simon Says? Because it's okay. called response. That's actually your culture ridiculous. Alright, good night. It's February 1 podcast. We are out. Bye. Deuces. See ya.